I said, Kellen's just raw dogging life, folks. Yes, sir. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And his name is Kellen Kermins. And you know what? My name is Moise Camacho. <laughs> Should get that out of the way. Yeah. Welcome back to Stargazing. Yeah. Um, of course, me, Moises, and Kellen. This is, wow. <laughs> sort of a loosey-goosey jazz kind of vibe for today. You know, yeah. anything goes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the movie. This is In the Dark of Night. This is our mini-series on the films of Batman. This week we were talking about the 1992 Tim Burns Batman Returns. I think you meant to say the 1992 classic. The 1992 Batman Returns. Masterpiece? We'll have an answer to that at the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys should... I I hate that this isn't visual sometimes. Kellen just made the most curious face of all time. (laughs) Inquisitive. I was like... Yeah, it was like The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Um, Batman Returns, uh, 1992 sequel, but also just it's kind of standalone. Like there's just like passing reference to Definitely. the first movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sees Batman facing off against uh, Catwoman, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, and Penguin, played by Danny DeVito. Moises, you said, okay. Is, is this the same thing for you as the last Burn movie? You said you'd like seen this like as a kid. Uh, yeah, but this one I remembered. Like I, I, mm. I, I retained uh, a lot more from this one. This uh, is, yeah. Dare I say, a scarring movie? <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. A lot of imagery that I think would <laughs> do some a permanent damage to a developing mind. Mm-hmm. I, j- I know for a certain that um the bit where Michelle Pfeiffer has Catwoman licks Batman did some. So some wires got crossed in little Kellen's brain. I thought you meant like the penguin. The penguin scared the shit out of me. Oh, no, the penguin scared the shit out of me, too. Yeah, that's scary. He's it's like weird black gums scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> One thing I wrote down that I love is like just the dedication to making like it's so awful to look at the penguin. Just like it's he's so gross looking. Oh, he's disgusting. He's just a big sphere. <laughs> The worst is like when he's in his like little like long johns, you know. <laughs> yeah. The, They're all like, dirty and yeah. sweaty. <laughs> the, the bro has a concave ass. No, there's there's no junk in that trunk, you know. It's all <laughs> in the belly, you know. <laughs> there is no cushion for the push. As someone <laughs> <laughs> I, I also remember very clearly uh, the scene... Uh, the two other scenes I remember like very clearly are like when Penguin like bites a dude's nose. Yeah. And it, like gushes blood. And um, when, uh, spoiler alert, Catwoman kills um, Max Shrek, Christopher Walken's character, by like kissing him through a taser and like holding on to like an electrical line. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I also I remembered vividly just like penguin being horny in general. Like I remember oh, that. this is so. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna talk a lot about it, but this is like um, a shockingly horny movie. It's kind of it's, that's what makes it great. Yes, no, we're in agreement. <laughs> yeah, we're in agreement. <laughs> um, the thing is, for um, like the history, um, 
Tim Burton like didn't want to do it. What a did, fucking Tim, asshole. He didn't want to do a sequel. What an we, asshole. You know, <laughs> we, we talked about, you know, how he had such a terrible time um to uh, doing the first movie. Mm-hmm. And so like he only came back to do this one on like the condition that he got like more creative control because he was never happy with the script for the first one, you know? Yeah. Um, that is not surprising at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> the God. final product in mind. No, that it- no, it, it, it absolutely shows. Yeah. Yeah. This, Tim Burton. I, and I think this movie has a reputation, you know, of the Tim Burton movies, like Batman is like, Oh, it's like, you know, the first like real, batman comic book film mm-hmm. kind of and batman returns is like oh that's the one where they let tim burton off the leash a little bit it's tim burton's like comic book wet dream <laughs> but nobody fucks <laughs> <laughs> it is it in, yeah that's a that's a great way of describing it it's an incredibly horny movie where nobody fucks yeah i wonder why we love it so much <laughs> 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 oh no comment no comment no comment <laughs> that is fucking hilarious oh my god uh, cut that i'm just kidding don't cut it don't cut it no that's staying in are you kidding me oh my fucking god that's hilarious um <clears throat> speak for yourself <laughs> uh, okay 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 there and so um there was, I think, a script like before Tim Byrne like agreed to come back. There was a script that they had that was like, yeah, let me find it's some dumb bullshit. Let me find what it was about because it's kind uh, of. Kellen, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, let me interrupt you. You're never going to beat that joke. That's the best joke you've ever told. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. I always think Kellen has like. A, like a shit ton of sticky notes on his laptop, just like a bunch of jokes that he's written. But no, this is off the dome. It's off the dome. They, they had a, a, a screenplay um, written by Sam Ham. It was like um, like a treasure hunt. That like Penguin and Catwoman would have been like going after like hidden treasure. Mm-hmm. So when Burn <laughs> comes on, he kind of, you know, he obviously goes, oh, fuck that. And <laughs> He brings on uh, Daniel Waters, who wrote who wrote Heather's, um, the Winona writer, Christian Never Slater. Oh, me neither. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a much not like the first person you would think to write a Batman movie, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Tim Burton touch. And uh, there is an uncredited rewrite um, <laughs> at one again. Robin was almost in it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this last episode. Yeah. Robin was cast. Uh, Moises, oh. you know who was cast to play Robin? <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I, I want to get this right. Thinking of our lead, it's going to be someone no. weird. Okay. It, it's a weird choice, but I don't know how similar he is to Michael Keaton. I don't know. If- <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so it's a weird, it's, it's not a, I'm not going to know this name. It's a zag. You'll you'll know the name, but it's a zag. Can you give me like a like some hints? Give me give me some hints. I want to okay. guess this. I want to see if I know about. Maybe most notably, I, I will say this: he is like a well-known comedic presence 
and he is not white. Oh, um, I feel like I read the the a headline, or maybe you said it, like, is Eddie Murphy? Is it Eddie Murphy? That was last movie. That that Fuck. was with, uh, but no, Marlon uh, Marlon Wayans was cast. Oh my god! What the fuck? And he even attended, um, like he had a wardrobe fitting, but they decided to save it for the third movie that never happened. I very badly want to see him in a Robin costume. I I think if I'm not mistaken, um, there is like there was like a toy. Yeah, it was like just a, a Robin toy that came out as part of like the Batman Returns toy line. It was like clearly like made when it was like going to be Marlon Wayans, but it was like repainted to be like the typical white Robin. But you can see he has yeah. like a high top haircut. Uh, and it's a, like a much bigger uh, budget, 65 to 80 million for this one. They described uh, like fucking, I, I don't think I'm getting this number wrong. They, like 50% of the entire Warner Brothers lot was dedicated to sets for this movie alone. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I, I, I got like kind of nostalgic while watching this, I guess, but um, like, this is apparently like one of the last like big movies that was filmed, quote unquote, the old fashioned way with like big sets, like matte paintings, like miniatures, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And what a like final hurrah for that, because like <laughs> one of the big things and we we had similar praise for uh, Batman last week, but I think even more so for this one, like not a single like minute of this movie looks like it was like filmed on location. It all and it it all feels purposeful as well. Michael Keaton, uh, Michael Keaton was also reluctant to return. Apparently, like uh, I don't know if this is still true, but he claims like apparently he stated that he has like never seen the completed movie, <laughs> and he uh-huh. claims that like he only took the role because he needed money for a real estate deal. <laughs> but like um, both him and Byrne like much preferred like the making and production of this one to the first movie because. You know, it, they they got to be weirder with it. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, <laughs> there's definitely uh, 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 some execs were definitely mad when they were see- when they saw the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where like Danny DeVito is like, or as Penguin is like literally salivating with horniness, like while sitting on a bed with Cat- Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, like a Warner Bros. executive just like lighting a shaky cigarette. <laughs> Um, and the, the, there's another exec who's like, holy shit, that's me. That's literally me. <laughs> um, for Penguin, uh, the writer explained, I kind of knew that DeVito was going to play the Penguin. We didn't really officially cast it, but for a short, nasty little guy, it's a short list. I, I ended up writing the character for Danny DeVito. And there was, um, DeVito also apparently took the role after being, um, advised by Jack Nicholson, who became, as we talked about, a fucking multi-millionaire off the yeah. first movie. Jack was like, hey, get 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 the bag. Get, yeah. get your bag. Get game. your fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Gotta- it's it's uh it's cool to think that there was once a time where Danny DeVito was like doing roles like this. <laughs> oh man. The 90s were like a prime time DeVito for DeVito. Yeah. What's that other movie with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger that he has? Uh, twins. <laughs> I, knew. I need to watch that. <laughs> I, I hate it. I knew it so quick. <laughs> um, uh, 
Apparently, holy shit. Uh, I, I had no idea that, but apparently in 2021, just last year, uh, Danny DeVito wrote a 12 page story centered on the penguin and Catwoman for the anthology comic Gotham city villains. I need to read that horniness. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, I, I, uh, uh, never mind. We're not, we're not in the movie yet. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 And, um, there was like an incredible, you know, uh, in contrast to Penguin, which is like, obviously, they're like, Dan- oh, Danny to be, you know. Um, for Catwoman, there was a very big um, search. What, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was during like Sandler. It would always be like, for the role of blank, just like a list of like the 30, like <laughs> most popular actresses working that year. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like for um, uh, Catwoman. Like, let me see. For ex- Annette Benning was originally casted. Yes, but she got pregnant, I think, right before. Um, which, fellas, wrap that shit up, okay? You don't want you don't want to stop someone from getting that fucking DC movie money. <laughs> that Catwoman bag. <laughs> the Catwoman bag. I if I was Annette Benning, I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I would resent that child. Damn. I'm trying to find, see if I could find a more comprehensive list. Um, like Susan Sarandon was interested at some point. Mm-hmm. Gina Davis, um, Jodie Foster, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Madonna, Ellen Barkin, Cher, Bridget Fonda, Lorraine Bracco, Jennifer Beals, and Susan Sarandon. Um, and they went with um, Michelle Pfeiffer and got one of the best performances in any comic book movie ever. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's uh, it's 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 extremely specific, <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, now. It seems like it it uh, it's a uh, what's it called? Iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. There's a legacy behind this role now. Yeah, uh, that can never be filled. Uh, who who knows if it'll ever be filled? The thing is, like, and this is just like the Tim Burn of it all as well, but it's also like you know, owed to like. I, as a whole, like, if I had to think of, like, what's the best performance ever given by an actor in a comic book movie, like, at least, like, 40% of the names I would consider are people in this movie, you know? Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. for, like, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Christopher Walken are all in consideration for me. And, and, and I keep saying it, but I think it's just because they're so specific it, it there's mm-hmm. so it's such specific characters such a specific like humor in all of it it's so weird they had to be like weird they had to be weird and be uh i guess regular enough at the same time they had to be weird <laughs> yeah. with superheroes you know it was um it, something we always talk about it's like a, a kind of movie magic like of everybody is like on the exact sort of wavelength they need to be on for like yeah. what this movie is trying to be and like mm-hmm. what Burn is trying to do. Well, and it's also uh, just to talk a little more about Michelle Pfeiffer because I, I think we can we're going to transition into the movie. <laughs> but um, Catwoman is almost always like the most recent. I think evol- the character has always been like a femme fatale kind of, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like kind of mysterious, sultry uh, woman, and uh, 
Michelle Pfeiffer and Tim Burns take is it what if she was <laughs> crazy? Yeah. What if she was just batshit? <laughs> Which is, to be fair, Tim Burns' entire take on the Batman cast of characters. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What, well, what if this character was batshit insane? Have we? They're all on the same wavelengths, like you said. Yeah. This is if I had to describe this movie. This movie is about three emotionally and sexually repressed weirdos who, in an attempt to reclaim their identity, wage war in uh, the streets of Gotham City at Christmas time. And it was the highest grossing movie of 1992. Fucking guy, Oh, um, I did not think that deep <laughs> about this. I just think it is one of the most gorgeous movies I have ever fucking seen. Mm, yeah. um, every frame and Such shot surprised the fuck out of me. Too, I think, because I, I, I mm. really like the visuals of the first one, but this is like such a big fucking leap. I yeah, think. and I'm, I'm guessing he had like a movie in between that like gave him. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands. Well, there, there, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, this is like I think um, to me, like the little moment. There's, oh, this is there's so many like like singular moments I want to highlight in this movie that I love. But like to me, the first really big one is like that is like symbolic of everything I love about this take on Batman uh-huh. is the 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 fucking second time we ever see Batman in this movie, which is uh, thirty five minutes into the film. By the way, mm-hmm. it is I think I could be miscounting, but um, it's his second line of dialogue in the entire movie. <laughs> and, and it's like nearly 40 minutes and um, is when he's watching the is when Bruce Wayne is watching the newscast about um, Oswald Cobblepot and like him talking about like living life as an orphan in the sewers and like trying to find his parents. And it's like this fucking freak, you know, he looks at no point does Penguin look regular, you know? Yeah. But like while watching him talk about how like sad and lonely he, he is, like Bruce Wayne looks like touched. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's like, and it, like Alfred, Alfred even goes like, "Is something wrong, sir?" And he's like, "I just hope he finds his parents." You know? Oh man, Bruce he's like, Wayne. Yeah, he's a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> and there, they even see a fucking penguin, a a guy who looks like a penguin who everyone calls penguin. He doesn't immediately think, "Oh, there's another villain." <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Oh, hopefully this guy finds his mom and dad." Yeah, it's empathy for freaks is, I think, yeah. like just Tim Burns thing as a whole, you know, but it's like yeah. really beautiful how he brings out the Batman uh, and that like I feel like that's kind of called back to to later, like at the end when like at, during like the big final climax, like Penguin is like fighting Batman and he says something like you're just jealous because I'm a genuine freak and you have to wear a mask. <laughs> Which I think is like in some weird fucked up way. Like Penguin is how Bruce Wayne feels on the inside. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, Batman yeah. is how he feels on the inside. That's his like self-expression, you know. Yeah. The only ounce of self-expression he has is by committing mass violence. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. And we're gonna have to bring this up um when we talk about Batman versus Superman. 
because one of the big criticisms of that movie is that Batman kills people in it. Yeah. Which is Batman's killing people in this fucking movie. <laughs> he is enjoying it too. Yeah. yeah. He is yeah, smiling yeah. when he <laughs> he's like he t- he he thinks it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I don't I don't know. I just think there's something like really cool and like psychological and like how like um this movie sees that you know Batman, Catwoman, and Penguin are all like sh- struggling with the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I I didn't see that to be honest with you. Hearing you say it, I I definitely agree, and I see all of it. Mm-hmm. But while watching it and coming out of it, I I kind of just thought like it feels just like a fairy tale, and it's and it's also mm-hmm. presented that way. Like this is magic. This is magical. This will never happen. So very let's just theatrical in that ex- way. Yeah, very theatrical. It's like let's fucking do let's do a comic book movie times a hundred. Like mm-hmm. this movie's off a of coke, you know. Like yeah. it's just I, I keep saying it, and I I feel like I'm repeating myself. It's just so specific. It is such a specific thing, and I've never seen a fucking comic book movie ever do it ever again ever. Um, and and Batman Forever, <laughs> the next movie. That's the next movie, right? Batman Forever? Yes, yeah, Batman Forever. Is, I think, in a way, trying to copy, like, the silliness of it. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't remain sincere. In this movie and the last movie, Batman, it, it's sincere. It's goofy yeah. and silly, but it's sincere at its whole. And it's mm-hmm. it's like, and I mean, you saying it is, is kind of proving my point, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the way that you're describing it. Yeah. Um, it's a story. Yeah, like the the like it's it's all back to like what we talked about, like what you know, Michael Keaton and Tim Burns take on Batman is it like this is a guy who like when he was a very little kid witnessed something that was just so traumatic and awful that it just like permanently broke his brain, you know, and he he yeah. dresses like a bat to cope. Like instead of going to therapy, he dresses like a bat and fights crime. Yeah. And in and, his normal regular life, he looks like a fucking nerd and he acts like a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think in this movie, even more so than um, because in the first Batman, like all the Bruce Wayne stuff is with Vicky, you know. Yeah. Um, here he's like doing businessman shit. And I like uh, again, I love is it like he just like plays it like he's just so bored with it. Yeah, like like there's that part where he confronts uh, Max Shrek, you know, the villainous uh, businessman, and he just like sounds like he's like kind of going through the motions, you know, when he's like accusing Max Shrek of like breaking the law. <laughs> like my favorite little touch is like he has like this like big file of evidence, and he like throws it to Max like a frisbee. <laughs> okay, it's all. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. It's also because um, tired ass. Um. <laughs> In in that like meeting scene, they're both like, we don't want they I think they both are like that. Like, we don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Bruce Wayne. Um, but also uh I need you at the same time. Yeah. Similarly, like Christopher Walken is playing this like businessman as like someone who can barely hide the fact that they're a sociopath. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. He's There's a fucking a lunatic. Fucking shark eyes. There's like nothing in those eyes, you know? Yeah. Just like this cold dead. To it, 
it's so it's like so funny like i read somewhere that like tim Byrne originally didn't want to cast christopher walken because he was scared of him he was like freaked out you know how fucked up you gotta be for tim Byrne just be like huh thank you so i want to do this batman movie (laughs) i I can't do i can't do christopher walken i can't do Uh, it actually (laughs) everybody can do a shitty christopher walken impression if you put if they put their heart to it uh uh, also um david bowie was considered to play shrek but he declined to appear in a fire walk with me Oh, I thought he was going to decline because like he wants to be a good guy or something. Not a bad guy. <laughs> David Bowie as Robin. Oh. Just like creeping critters, Batman. There's a... <laughs> Wait, he, de- he declined to be in Firewalk with me. He's in like one scene in that movie. The best scene. <laughs> that took probably like fucking five days to shoot his scene. <laughs> What I apparently there, I, it's my understanding that there was like a lot on the cutting room floor of Firewalk. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It wouldn't right. surprise me if he's filmed for like two months. You're fucking <laughs> right. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's um, like a whole movie <laughs> uh, from, yeah, from uh, the shit. The missing pieces. It's on the. Yeah, I, I, I saw and watched it. I need yeah. to. I also loved it. Um, uh, the dude that plays um, Max's son, uh, Chip, you know, who is like doing a Christopher Walken impression. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, dad, get out of here. And he looks so normal. I love how normal he looks. <laughs> he looks like, um, you know, like the, the meme of like the Chad walking, you know, <laughs> he, he looks like that in real life. He fucking does. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. um. I, I'm going to bring it up because I think this is a good episode to talk about it, um, mm-hmm. it which we always end up talking about it. Mm-hmm. But this is a weird movie, Kellen. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, this is a Batman. This is Batman. Mm-hmm. A superhero movie. Yes. Why isn't shit this weird anymore, Kellen? <laughs> I don't know, Moises. Why isn't it this fucking weird? <sighs> I don't know. There was, um, it, it, it's hard to tell, I think, because, you know, it was like, I mean, it was a huge um, box office success, obviously. Yeah. Um, like the biggest movie of 1992, all the merch, all the stuff. But like, it was kind of a, a, a backlash to it. Um, really? For, yeah, for um, the cinema score, which we've talked about, is a very forgiving a metric uh, gave it a B, mm-hmm. which is audiences being pulled coming out of the theater, you know, and which is the same uh, cinema score that the Matrix Revolutions got. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> so it's in good company. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like uh, it was just like for all the reasons we've been talking about that we love the movie is why people didn't like it. You know, Uh it's weird. (laughs) It's um, it was a parental backlash because I mean, you know, of course, parents (laughs) brought their kids to go see this, and it's like scary. Uh, Okay, well, what I was gonna say is, I think that when a different looking or different, like a a different, different, a different superhero movie, comic book movie comes out now, 
mm-hmm. it is trying to be good and it's not trying to be weird. The Batman movie that's coming out now looks by the trailers and just, you know, by the actors and the, the, the creatives behind it. It looks amazing. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be good, but it's not going to be weird. I don't think it'll be weird. I want something fucking freaky from some. I want some freaky ass shit. That's all I want. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. I want to see someone be a freak with it. Yeah. And and it's it's it sucks that I don't think anyone will do that anytime soon until like Disney gives some fucking person a bag to be. Hey, make this make a weird show. Here's a like here's a um, what's here's a like a niche character that no one cares about here mm-hmm. we'll make seven episodes yeah I, yeah i wish they i wish they that's what they did for Moon Knight. you know yeah because I've, I've never ever fucking heard of moon Knight before oh, but that's a character you can get fucking weird with if any character could get weird it's moon Knight. but it looks like it's i i what did i say it looks like it's what gonna be good not weird i want yeah. it to be fucking weird yeah and I guess my the whole thing is like another thing like <laughs> critics didn't like about this movie. You know, critics were like kind of mixed on this movie as a whole. Uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes, just for reference, is oh, okay. It's an eighty percent, but it's a sixty eight percent Metacritic. Um, yeah, I know who can get weird. Uh, who? I'm talking Morbius, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um and. My, I guess um, a major point I want to make about this movie that's going to be important in the episodes to come, specifically when we have to, when I have to <laughs> defend the honor of Batman versus Superman against the guest we have for that episode. This movie was widely disliked at the time, I think, by fans because it wasn't comic accurate. But yeah, I say, well. I say, if this movie is what you get when you're comic inaccurate, then I'm not sure I ever want to be comic accurate. Oh, you know, yeah. If if swerving from the source material, which uh, and here's the thing, is this like is does Tim Burns Batman have like any semblance with the comic book Batman? Barely. I'll admit, <laughs> but I think he like nails the core of it. You know that it's like this sort He's of a like, violent weirdo. Yeah, this like tragic <laughs> character. Yeah, you know, this it's Batman's a coping mechanism. Yeah, um, um, um uh, Michael Keane play, plays him like with this somberness to him, mm-hmm. which like is so yeah, and it's so much more noticeable in this one compared to the first one. So much more noticeable. I, I was gonna ask about that actually. Yeah, what the fuck's up with this penguin origin story? Does this have any anything <laughs> in the comics? Any and this Catwoman um, one too. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> penguin in the comics. I believe, and I could be wrong, but from every penguin, every time, every Batman comic I've read where penguin shows up, he's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a really short, usually like British dude, you know, uh, which by the way, I'm really excited to see Colin Farrell's take <sighs> on it. Fucking hyped. I'm so hyped. On As my favorite part of, I, cause I, they play like every time I've seen a movie in theaters for the past like month, I've seen the Batman trailer. My favorite part of the whole trailer is when like <laughs> Batman like holds up a fist to hit the penguin and penguin goes, whoa, take it easy, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite fucking shit. Oh, man. Which the thing is like with um, 
in recent years, the thing about Colin Farrell Penguin is that in like recent years, there's been like hot penguin, you know. Oh, okay. Like the Terrible. Telltale game had <laughs> the Telltale game had like a hot penguin. Uh, Gotham, depending on who you ask, had a hot penguin. <laughs> When they cast Colin Farrell, I thought I think that's what everyone thought they were going to do, but instead yeah. he is unrecognizable. Let Let's see if he gives. A, I hope he gives a better performance as the Penguin than he does, um, like an after Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Wow, he's kind of phoning it in," and uh, after Yang, but he is doing some incredible work in the Batman. Um, it, it's interesting that the Batman and um, Batman Returns have the same lineup. It's uh, well, m- minus Riddler, but like you know, Batman, Penguin, Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Just uh, something about that combo. Yeah, it always works. Uh, so like the sewer <laughs> yeah, it, thing. It's I, I don't know about the sewer thing, but like it's usually like because um, in this one, it's he's a kid, he's a baby who's just like a demonic penguin baby yeah he's like a deformed little child yeah and they throw him in the in the river and it is like connects to the sewer and that sewer connects to the like abandoned zoo (laughs) and he's raised by penguins (laughs) it's a it's all a big coincidence i guess oh wait no he's not raised by penguins he's raised by like uh like the circus circus like circus people yeah yeah like this little little bird boy it's Uh, dope i like it i really like that it's it's tim burton yeah oh it's so tim burton um like you feel for the penguin why do you feel for him but you do you just he's he's just a little freak he he was born like a little monster it's danny devito come on yeah (laughs) yeah from everything i could find penguins typically just like a guy just like a short Mm. little you know he's still a freak but not like a monster or anything is he horny still or uh yeah okay and then Catwoman is she gets knocked off of many stories and falls and dies and then like cats bring her back to life (laughs) um uh usually she's just like a criminal (laughs) (laughs) she's usually just like a burglar or something yeah 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 she's just like a criminal can we talk about the the batwoman catwoman not Batwoman, Batman, Catwoman relationship in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think uh, it's relatable. Great. <laughs> Do you want me to read the text I sent you? Uh, while, while, while oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I sent because it's so, um, it's, <laughs> it's so, it's cute. Uh, when like Selena Kyle shows back up at work, like resurrected, and like Bruce Wayne meets her for the first time, like. Michael Keane plays him as just like a 12 year old boy, like looking at it like his hot babysitter. He's just like gobsmacked in love, you know? And I texted a Moises a picture of Michael Keane's face during this scene. And I said, Bruce Wayne sees a weird looking woman with frizzy hair and falls in love on oh, God. He's just like, <laughs> Oh shit. Uh... Uh... <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I think there's like, something like very bittersweet about the relationship in this movie um like they're like it's um the idea of like they're not like on paper like a good match for each other i guess but like it's it's like they're two like broken people but they're broken in a way that like it kind of they kind of fit together like a jigsaw puzzle you know yeah yeah and and uh, I, I do like that moment that you're talking about um mm-hmm. 
and it, it it's perfect it, it's mm-hmm. i guess it's just uh good acting it, yeah it, he looks yeah. like he's for real just like oh yeah i want to be with her i <laughs> want to be with her right now yeah. and like and even in the acting like the and it's funny it's comedic the yeah, writing yeah. he's just like oh uh yeah uh, where, where, where are you taking oh you're not going with me oh well, why, why aren't you going with me and yeah. then like he sees her out in public <laughs> yeah yeah he the in the moment like later where like you know they go back to wayne manor and they're like kissing on the couch there's some it's so like it's a I don't know. There's something like a little like perverted about it. It made me think, and I haven't even seen this movie. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? And they're like, while they're kissing, they're like feeling each other up, like, and they're like touching each other's like wounds without yeah. even realizing it, you know? Uh, uh. And there's something like, oh my God, I hope, I can't believe I'm about this. There's something weirdly intimate about that in a very fucked up way, you know? Yeah. Is that what Crash is about? I have. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to watch that movie. I cannot wait. <laughs> the broken, Kellen-brained opinion take that you're gonna have on that fucking movie. Uh, I feel like you'd like it. I feel like you're gonna <laughs> like that movie. I think I would too. Uh, I do want to talk more in depth about Catwoman, but the last thing I want to say about uh, Bruce and Selena, which is my favorite scene in the movie. Okay. Is when uh, at like the Christmas party thing when they're dancing together and they realize who the other person is. Yeah. Um, by saying, well, the, it's like, it's something they say to each other when they're Batman and Catwoman, but they like flip it around. It's like um, mistletoe is deadly if you eat it and a kiss could be deadlier if you mean it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she... He she said he says something that she said, and then he says she says something that he said to her. Yes. Yeah. And they like realize, and like instead um of like, because like in a you know, this is not the first movie to have like a moment like this, but instead of them like fighting like you would expect them to, like they get like teary-eyed and they like hold each other tighter, you know? Yeah. Uh the um uh, the Guys, we just want to watch people be in love. That's that's that's. I like truth. it. Look, I've long held said that one of my favorite subgenres of film is two weirdos falling in love. In this movie, I'm adding it to that list now. Oh yeah, baby. They're just they're just too weird to be with each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh sorry. Oh. Uh, my my favorite Catwoman part is oh she's making what? Sorry, what? No, I yeah. Go on. Sorry. I just remembered something going. When she makes her her costume, oh. it just makes no sense. <laughs> I love the, it. The the origin of Catwoman is just so well done. I think it's like twenty minutes or something, I guess. And before she, from the first time we see Selena to the when she becomes Catwoman, and like I buy it. Yeah. Like I like the whole like she comes in she's like I'm home oh I don't have a honey and then it happens again when she's Catwoman. Yeah, I Um, love it. Yeah, and just like the shit of her like at work with all like the men like leering at her, you know, like she like tries to say something and she's like very condescendingly like he says some like just like vile shit like we have a housebroken Miss Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, terrible. And like he. He, the scene where he like kills her is like scary. He's so yeah. fucking scary, man. I didn't see it coming. I forgot that that happened. 
yeah it's so like um like quick but it's like visceral like the like her falling and like her head like jerking forward uh, from like hitting the whatever those yeah. shits are called you, i forget i know what you're talking about yeah and and then like her body like she looks cold already yeah when she's laying on the floor like that she looks uh-huh. like a zombie yeah and I, I don't know. I guess the implication is that the cats bring her back to life. Magic it's a cats. Sort of, yeah, it's a sort of like magical realism, you know, I guess, to the movie. Yeah, While, and, like, and it's weird, too, because you're watching it. You're also like, oh, is she like, you know, undead? Like, is she a zombie? Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, because she comes back and falls in love with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's like this like revenant of vengeance or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's also like, it's so, oh, wait, I, we, we probably can't really talk about this because you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, right? The fuck, do you really think I give a fuck? You really think I give a fuck? Come on, Kellen. Are you serious? <laughs> it's like, the, I guess, is that the most offensive thing I've ever said to you? <laughs> yeah. Really? You think I care? <laughs> Oh my God, Moises can't spoil Wonder Woman 1984 for you. No, I just mean like you haven't seen it, so you won't be able to like, you know, really like know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. But they do like with Kristen Wiig's character in that movie, they do like, it's almost like a complete ripoff of the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman thing. Um, Right down to like the hair and costuming, I guess. But anyway, that movie, it's like, I don't know, like she, her character, if I'm, I, I'm sorry if I'm getting the plot details of Wonder Woman 1984 wrong, but I'm also, I really don't give a shit. So <laughs> don't have me. It's like the like magical artifact in that movie is like a wish stone. And she's like on her way to work is almost like, I, the implication is I think sexually assaulted. Like she's mm-hmm. like mugged. And she like wishes that she had the power to protect herself. And that's how she starts to get like, you know, superhero powers. And she eventually becomes one of the villains of the movie, you know. And the movie like judges, seems to like judge her for it, you know, for like wanting to protect herself, like while walking home. Like, yeah, you know, the, 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 why, why is she the villain? There's a scene where like she like beats up the guy who like attacked her. And it's meant to be, and it, the way it's like shot and like, you know, portrayed feels like a like, look at how corrupted she is, you know. But like, I feel like this movie, um, despite being written by men, is <laughs> like, no, it's kind of cool the Catwoman's doing this. Yeah, if you want that shit to happen. Uh, yeah, it, it's, um, it doesn't seem ridiculous. Like I said, you're rooting for the Catwoman because um, fuck him. He killed her for no fucking reason because he's a yeah. little fucking pussy. That's all I'll it's say. A, it's also not afraid to like let her be like, because I feel like whenever like there's like a girl power kind of character in like superhero movies, they're always afraid to make her like any sort of complicated, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Catwoman's still kind of like villainous, you know? She like does some villain shit. Yeah. She, she like the the scene that sneaks up like sticks out to me. Is like when she stops that woman from getting mugged and the woman tries to like thank her and Catwoman's like, don't make it so easy, you know, waiting around for Batman to save you. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, the voice she does is insane. I love her so much in this movie. 
I um uh, the scene that I remembered as a kid, which this shows a lot, uh, as me as a person, mm-hmm. um, and as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, is when she is laying on the bed in Peng- on Penguin's bed. Um, I remember yeah. that scene no, very, yeah. very, very vividly, and watching it again right now, like you know, a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah okay, it, 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 it's still the same scene. It's still the same, same things going on. Um, uh, this is a a a, a uh, all timer performance for sure. I agree with you. Uh, the best performance in the movie. Um, in a movie full of them, it's 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 close between her and Devito. Yeah, I'm sorry. We haven't. Danny Devito fucks in this fucking movie. Yes. Oh my god. Um, there is um. A, a, a little like rant he has. I don't know. I don't remember the context. I don't remember how he starts having the rant. But um, me watching this movie, he, he says, he says, it's human nature to fear the un- unusual. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That scene sold me on this entire movie. Uh, it sold <laughs> me on Danny DeVito as an actor. It sold me on um, like Tim Burton's filmography almost like cause, yeah. cause that's what it's all about. It's about like unusual characters, unusual people, yeah. unusual souls, just yeah. like, and, and you uh, find a way to like fall in love with them or to feel for them or to be empathetic towards them. That's so beautiful, man. Yeah. I, I Have we been recording long enough to end it there? <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep trying to, we, I don't know. We, we have, we have. <laughs> I guess let's transition into final thoughts because I really okay. like that. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, the, um, the thing I had this thought and I can't really justify or explain it, but I remembered while watching this that Tim Burton actually got his start as like an animator. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think, kind of famously worked at Disney for a little bit um, and then left because would you believe it or not that, uh, Disney and Tim Burns creative sensibilities didn't quite align. Uh, if you would love to see some of that freaky shit. Yeah. Although he seems to have a solid relationship, uh, with them now, because I think he's made like movies for them almost exclusively for the past like couple of years. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, I almost said, did you see Dumbo? But I don't think anybody (laughs) saw that. That was Tim Burton. Yeah, he did. That was his most recent movie. What the fuck's he doing? He did. There was like Frank, you know, he did. Oh, God. Alice in Wonderland. So fucking bad. Oh, Frank and Weenie slaps. But Paranorman is better. It came out the same yeah. year. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I, I do really love Big Fish. He has such a fucking weird filmography. I need to watch yeah. Big Fish. There are some uh, there are some peaks and there are some fucking valleys. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows, just rough. Anyway, I said he got to start as um, uh, an animator. And I think that kind of shows in like the way he like films action, if that makes sense. Like it feels like very motivated, like, you know, like these action sequences aren't just like being a symbol. Like he's not setting up like a bunch of different cameras and finding it in the edit, you know. It's yeah. like these like very exaggerated specific movements. Mm-hmm. Everything feels big as fuck and grand. Yes, uh, it's like this like <laughs> weird like it, it. It feels like a circus. I guess does that uh-huh. make sense? I like that. I like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 
Um, and and oh, not to mention the score is just as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does a lot. This movie is great, and visually, every component of it is is perfect. I think, but the score does so much. The score, mm-hmm. if this would have had um, a average score, it w- it would have fucked it up <laughs> a little bit. It would have definitely <laughs> fucked it up a yeah. little bit. Because this score is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. Um, I think I think I think we're good to wrap up. Honestly, okay. yeah. Well, after this, like in between this and forever, uh, I, I I don't think Tim Burn like his I they kind of like quietly boot him off of um, Batman uh, because of like the backlash to like the dark uh, stuff. I almost I forgot to mention that there was like whispers that this would get an R rating. Mm. Which is like why I wild. You know? Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Um, he has a kind of famous um Superman movie that never was with um Yeah, Nick, with Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage is Superman. Christopher Walken would have played Brainiac, apparently. <laughs> um, and that movie um helped develop uh um uh Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Giant spider. Um, it all goes back to the Sandman or Big Willie style baby. Yep, all roads lead to, all roads lead to the Sandman. Um, and we'll talk more about Forever next week. But um, after Forever, we have uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, uh, which is uh, beloved uh, for me, like of my childhood. Um, that inter- that era, that interpretation of Batman is uh, iconic for me. Okay. After that, Batman and Robin which is uh, iconic in its own way. Iconic in its own way. And also, uh, we have a guest for that one. I don't know if I told you this, Moises, but we have... Uh, <laughs> I managed to convince somebody <laughs> to, do, to do Batman okay. and Robin. All right. Um, only after I told him that The Dark Knight was taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got like quite a few for like the later uh, movies in this series. Um, like... Uh, I, I think I've got one for the Dark Knight. Um, maybe Dark Knight Rises. Um, th- three people want to do the Lego Batman movie, but they'll only do it if they can all go at the same time. All right. <laughs> so I we we might have our work cut out for us. We are looking for. <laughs> there is going to be a spirited debate uh, for the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice episode. Yeah. Um, for the record, just so everyone listening to get ready, I'm pro. Me too. I'm a BVS head. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then uh, after Batman and Robin, it's so wild. After Batman and Robin, it's Batman Begins. Uh, wow, it's with, that. It's that. That's the leap. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably like the hardest swing. Um, just like tonally since like, you know, the Adam West Batman to Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Anything else, Moises? Or should we start the wrap up? We're good. We're good. Shout All out right. to Danny DeVito. Shout out to Danny DeVito. Come on the podcast. Um, you know what? Come on. Come on, yeah. Danny. I'll yeah. give, you know, I'll, I'll give him a call. I'll give him a call. Okay, please do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's going to do it for us with Batman Returns. Um, so we'll wrap up as we always do up our recommendations this could be anything movie book tv show podcast video game i fucked it up huh. this could be anything 
uh, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. Okay. Oh, been a long day. Uh, <laughs> out of respect for the show, I will resign after this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm not learning that shit, so I'm resigning too. <laughs> oh, no. Damn it. Well, we ended on a good note. <laughs> um, uh, this this study thing Moises and I are enjoying and want to recommend to you. Moises, do you have one? I do. Um, recently, I saw a movie, and boy, oh, well, boy. Well, I hope you didn't. You saw a movie about a good person in the world, like actually, um, I, Kellen, like the is, is there a movie out right now that's about like a, the best person? In the, the, world? the funny thing is, I actually saw this movie, this little movie that came out. Nobody, nobody's heard of it. It's it's like um about the worst person in the world. Oh <gasps> no! Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it was fucking delightful. Oh my God. Oh my God. Everyone, please go fucking see this goddamn movie. You are go blowing your mic out talking about how good this movie is. Go see this movie. Um, especially if you are like um like around our age, if you're fucking 20, um, like if you're graduating high school, if you're graduating college, uh, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing in life. Uh, go see it. Go see it. it. It hits all the right spots. It is perfect. It was fucking delightful. And Kellen, I know you would fucking love that movie. So you need to go see that shit. Uh, yeah. The worst it's, person in the world. I know. One of the best titles ever. That's a, a great title. Evocative title. I have not watched it or seen a whole lot in the past. Did you go to a park? Oh. Maybe. Maybe you saw a painting. Maybe it's too cold. I didn't have. No, I haven't seen a painting. Actually, you know what? Yeah. The metaverse. You never know. God damn it, I hate you. <laughs> um, oh, I actually, uh, I watched Donnie Darko for the first time last weekend. Uh, it's it's really good. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It is really uh, good. It is like, uh, it's one of those movies uh, you watch and you realize what everything since has been like ripping off, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And which I could, I also, I knew that it was kind of ripping off David Lynch, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> Listen, r- ripping off, okay. Great. That's not the right word to use. Good, good artists steal, great artists borrow. Um, and I'm excited to watch um, the single other movie that the director of Donnie Darko made. Now that you know I liked um, Donnie Darko, you think I'm going to be in the. I think Nothing. you're gonna be in it. I think you're gonna be in it. Cool, cool. If not, I think you're gonna at least be like, I get exactly what he was trying to do. <laughs> I'll respect it, if nothing else. Uh, intro and outro music is the Batman theme by Danny Elfman. Follow us at Stargazing underscore podcast for more information about the show. Um, anything else, Moises? Um, have a good night. <laughs> wow, that's you know what? Yeah. yeah. Have a great night. Yeah, you um, guys should have a good night. And uh, we'll leave you as we always do with the Batman fact of the week. And <laughs> hang on, I got it. And this week's uh, Batman fact is it uh, his favorite? Is it? Did you did you know Moises uh, that Batman's favorite movie of 2021 was uh, King Richard?
he really liked King Richard. That's he thought surprising. Was- I thought he was gonna like don't look up. Maybe I think that I thought that was that was just more of his taste. You know? Right. Yeah. No, he when he's at like the parties, he tells people just don't look up. You know? But oh, really, okay. He was he, he cried during King Richard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he's um, an Academy voter, so he yeah. he's definitely. <laughs> he's, that, that's another fact of the week for you. He's definitely <laughs> voting for Will Smith. I, I found his letterbox and his top three is King Richard, Don't Look Up, and then uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So he's What's got, his, what are his top four favorites on his letterbox, Kellen? Um, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Zorro. Zorro. Okay. Okay. You like, you like Zorro. Uh, even though that's a movie that he saw when his parents got shot. Uh-huh. Zorro. Uh, taxi Zorro. driver. <laughs> he likes Zorro. Um, American Psycho, <laughs> uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <coughs> it sounds like a fake profile, Kellen. Are you sure that's an actual Batman? I'm Kellen Kermits. I'm Wiz Kamatra. <laughs> we'll see you next week with Batman. <laughs>